This is Offspin. I very, very strongly believe that it's a man-made institution based on uh, principles that are fundamentally wrong. We get into relationships because we want to have a companion, because we don't want to be lonely. Excuse me, you have friends. We get into a marital relationship because, oh my God, I have to have child, because I have to have, uh, the child has to inherit the title. I very strongly believe that relationships that human beings make are beyond the deep. Offspin Media Friends proudly presents P.S. After I Love You An Offspin Original Hi Nadi, welcome to the show. Hi, hey, thank you for having me. Thank you. So I'm going to ask you something all people want to know right mm. so what according to you mm. is love beautiful question typically it started with the, the fantasy love that any human being has since the growing years that the hollywood bollywood uh, movies sell us and the books sell us so i also grew up on that uh, part of love as of today i don't even know what that love really means but over the years he as i have gone through life hmm. i've gone through various kinds of relationships and when i say relationships i mean as a mother as a daughter as a sister as a wife as a partner as a friend various kinds and i have actually asked is what really is love and the thing that kept coming to me and that i wholeheartedly today believe is that love is just love it's a feeling that you have uh and you know like you i when i see you and i hear you with your happy smile i feel love and to me that is love when the mm-hmm. people i care about i see them smiling and their smile makes me feel better that's love yeah so that clears it up for a lot of people because when we say love everyone thinks it's romantic yes. love and then we forget that different kinds of love exist and then we focus all our energies on yes. love means romantic love and yeah. if that doesn't work out which Absolutely. is what our show is about Absolutely. then we're all heartbroken and say we don't believe in love so what do you want to tell to people who've stopped believing in love because they have gone through failed romantic relationships nothing they just need to redefine the word love for themselves because they are love they just need to change their boundaries of what love is for them just expand it break it look around how much we are loved our parents love us our friends love us our our right. siblings love us our uh, i don't know our colleagues love us There's so much love but then we come down to that one person and we want everything from that one person and then we stop believing in love just because that person's other person's definition of love is different from my definition of love people speak different languages in love isn't it so so redefine the definition i would say right that's interesting it's like not putting the burden of everything on one relationship yeah uh, i mean how can it be possible think about it can i or you or any individual listening in can we fulfill every demand every expectation of other people no just not possible so if we cannot do it then how do we expect this out of 
anybody else right so it's very interesting how you said expectations uh, i think that is where we all falter right so expecting something from a life partner and then not getting it so i'm going to ask you to go a little personal and talk about your relationship before we dive okay. into expectations and as far as i understand you're in a relationship now right yes i am how long have you been together in my current relationship i have been with my partner for last 6 years and how has that journey been beautiful eye opening it made me look at my expression of love because he expressed his love so differently so differently he i had never experienced it before uh he's someone who gets up in the morning and the moment i opened my eyes he would want to touch me and hug me. how sweet and i'm not a huggy kissy person yeah it's so, so sweet right <laughs> and i go oh don't do that <laughs> and um, i had to learn that that's his expression of love because i wanted him to tell me morning sweetheart i love you right uh, that's that was my expectation of him but he expressed it so differently so i had to relearn and that's why it's beautiful right so again uh, i can't help but ask you when it comes to expectations yeah should we have expectations from our partner should it be defined should it be a flexible space that you keep changing as you grow together what what should it be like you should have expectations don't we have expectations of us with ourselves we do we do so the same extends to the people we love because they are our uh, little uh, what i call the inner circle they are in our aura in our space so you will have expectations and then it's okay to have them uh, it, it's it's healthy to have them otherwise how will you grow the the issue that happens is that we have very rigid expectations because i love you you should love me back in the same manner that's not possible correct that is what needs to be flexible we need to understand how the other person is is giving it back to us hmm. we have the expectation from that one person let's say i'm a woman and i i have a male partner or any partner i expect that man to be my lover i want that man to be my boyfriend i want that man to be husband i want that man to be protective as a father and father at times i also want to mother that and be, be be like a child to them how will that man or woman in that role be able to fulfill all of these expectations okay so just a little more on expectations uh, let's i'll take my own example and this is true for a lot of people who've broken up and uh, are hurt and the first thing that comes to our mind is i'm going to stop expecting because when i expect i'm going to be hurt but it's it's also weird because if you don't expect something from your life partner are you really in a relationship it's just not possible it's humanly impossible to have because we are bundled of emotions and feelings so it's it's a little bit uh, personal but i would love to know how you met your current life partner oh well uh, very interesting both of us were um, in a in a office lobby okay and for whatever reason i don't know why he was there i've never figured that one out <laughs> but uh, i think he was there to meet a friend and i was there because uh, i was doing some work yeah. the spock the person who was in charge of the training had not turned up for the Okay. At at right time, or maybe I was already. I don't know. So I think I had some half an hour to kill where I was sitting, and and he was the only person there. And uh, 
you know the security lady was very sweet and she started talking and in that process he responded to something and then we got chatting and as we chatted i don't know we happened to talk about his school and he said he's from sindhya and i was like oh so do you know chandi and he's like oh how do you know chandi i said okay he is my my um, ex husband's uh, elder brother so he then turns around and says oh rajiv sharma's uh, wife I'm like how the hell do you know everything so <laughs> he says oh i have been to your house i have met you and i kept staring at that man is very handsome Damn. by the way he is very handsome so i kept looking oh, at him sure. so i didn't remember this man ever in my life <laughs> and uh, well as you said yes, this is when we discovered we had common friends and strange that we have been to the same parties but we've never met or never interacted and uh, stuff like that so yeah that's how we met very interesting isn't it and it's very surprising also that you already had met him but you actually met yeah. him much later and things started date i don't remember that but he can really remember it he tells me exactly and i can i can see myself doing those things he can describe my house he can he wow. tells me you walked in things and you said things and all of that and he was with another friend he also remembers me but i don't wow but then so when you met him the second time how did you know that he's the one for you or uh, let's not uh, focus on the one but he's someone you would like to get romantically involved with i don't know about the romantic part here okay uh, because um, i'm 53 today and so i was about uh, what 43 uh, years ago 47 46 47 when i met him right mm. as i told you in my journey to understand uh, this emotion called love uh, i just felt very good with him okay I don't know whether there was romance or no romance, and he definitely is not uh, cannot be categorized in the classic romantic space at all. He doesn't bring chocolates, he doesn't bring flowers, and he doesn't dates. And uh, when you ask him what would you like, can you go out and eat? He will say, "Ah, uh, we have to sleep." So he's not at all a romantic, but his heart is so beautiful. He has such innocence in his eyes. he has such a genuine smiling face that's all there is i can say right i uh, and he developed over a period of time right so okay but you just boggled my mind for a bit when you said it's not romantic and so far i have been defining love as romantic if that's a guy you probably want to be with forever or some people chose to get married hmm. so you could look at someone as a companion but not necessarily it has to be romantic you have to redefine all of these things uh, crazy uh, yeah uh, you know uh, there's a beautiful book of gary chapman the 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 love languages right, right. and uh, with samir i learned to look at different expressions of that do you know what is romantic uh, how i see romantic today he remembers everything that i need to do okay even if i forget so he will come and tell me aapko parlor jana tha aap kab jayenge hmm he will remember ki ghar mein i might have mentioned ki i know this is sounding very uh, mundane okay hmm ki mujhe ghee khatam ho gaya hai to wo karna hai mujhe meri mummy ko phone karna tha ya jana tha he will remember all of that everything including my daughter where she is with whom she is all of that okay and i find that amazingly beautiful and he will drive me from place to place okay mm. 
patiently wherever I have to go doesn't matter. When I finish my run, for example, today, now he was there at the park because he knew I had to come back and I get tired and I had this uh, chat with him. He was there to pick me up. Wow. What is romance? Romance is when somebody makes you feel good, I think. The look, he doesn't compliment me, but uh, uh, when I dress up and then he, when he looks at me, I, I can't explain that that flicker, uh, the change in his eyes uh, is, is now I have learned to recognize as a compliment. Beautiful. So in all these years that you've been together, you must have arguments, right? Of course. And Both of them. How do you resolve those arguments? Very simply, he doesn't speak. I speak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Our arguments are one-sided because he doesn't talk, you know. He doesn't argue. <laughs> and I'm going, cow, 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 cow. But uh, so, uh, well, every relationship has its own dis- disagreements, right? Uh, me and my um, my daughter's father, we had, uh, we had a lot of arguments harsh words spoken to each other. I learned that um, there is no uh, no way of bouncing back from those things. So this is about relationship and this is about my growth. Slowly have learned that words have a lot of power and we use those words. Now the good part is that uh, Samir uh, doesn't uh, use harsh words at all. Uh, yeah, he does snap and then I have learned to turn around and say, hey, you know what? That was snappy. And I see myself talking more politely and I telling him that, look, uh, I don't agree with or I would like something done in this particular manner. So I I have started using a lot of I sentences rather than you sentences. You Hmm. did this, you did that, and you didn't do that, etc., etc. Right. Uh, Right. And that, uh, and and not just with him, okay, I have started doing it uh, with um, uh, with my daughter, with my parents, with my friends. And that kind of makes it a conversation. Hmm. Might not be an agreeable conversation, yet it is a conversation. So do you think, uh, let's say I'm in an argument with my partner tomorrow and if I simply point it out or if I look in, obviously I'm looking in words, but like you said about snapping, that hmm. you're angry. Let's hmm. calm down and talk. Hmm. Instead of uh, reacting negatively to it, we call it out saying you're snapping, and it, does that refuse the argument? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, you don't have to say you are snapping. You need to take a deep breath and look at him or her and 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 realize that this is a volatile situation. Here. Right. Yeah. One of you need to walk away, and because you can only control yourself, you can take five deep breaths and then say. Uh, I see that you are upset right now. We can talk about it in another five minutes or so. But telling somebody to calm down is the worst thing that you can do, okay? I mean, that's the worst thing. uh, Because nobody is calming down when you are uh, telling them to calm down. So don't call it out like that. Don't immediately say, hey, you are snapping. You can turn around and say, hey, it looks like that you are having a bad time. looks like that you are getting upset. Would you like to just, uh, shall we step back a little bit? Okay. Then, like, is there a need uh, in any relationship to have your own space, uh, to do things for yourself, what we call as alone time? Absolutely. Do you think that's a must? Absolutely must. Not for the relationship alone. 
here our relationships will be as healthy as we have a healthy relationship with ourselves right it starts with us yes in any relationship you have to have space so that you can build relationship with yourself when you are healthy when you have a good relationship with yourself i will extend the same love and affection to you isn't it right so let's say you've you started a relationship with someone at an x age yeah. and then a lot of years pass mm-hmm. and you both have different experiences and it's not necessary that you still have the same interests you might grow in different directions mm-hmm. so when that happens how do you stay together it depends on what is keeping you together is it your interests that are keeping you together or is it a very innate feeling of affection respect uh compassion empathy togetherness companionship that is keeping you together because depending on what is keeping you you together is will the relationship will get defined so um i'll give you my example so my daughter's father my ex husband i married when i was about 25 not that young and as life happened i evolved into a completely different person from the journey that he and i had started together and in that journey i changed he didn't now that's a problem because he wouldn't he was not able to see my point of view or i was not able to across my lifestyle my point of view my expectation from my life and they became very different now the fundamentals changed and those fundamentals of course initially they cause pain right because you, you, you it doesn't hit you immediately that that's what is happening it's not as amicable as i'm making it sound today that that was a journey of almost 7 8 years when i think he suffered i suffered right till i reached a point where i said i am not only causing pain to myself i'm causing the pain to this person who i care about i still care about him i know he cares about me right so the fundamentals changed that is when today i realize that he and i were not in it because of companionship because of love i mean right. sure we loved each other uh, as youngsters do but that changed so if i were to ask you what were your top 3 lessons from your failed relationships that you could share with others what would they be so my biggest lesson here is that i redefined myself and i realized that the the boundaries are ever expanding and um, situation uh, don't define i define myself yeah right a uh, thing that i learned was love i understood love i think in a much much uh, broader way because i i i realized love just is it's it's an emotion that you just feel it cannot die it can never die how can you stop loving someone uh, just because that person made a mistake or just because that person Well, that the price was love. Then cheating is just an action, isn't it? It cannot be defining a sexual relationship. Cannot define a larger emotion like love. I understood love, uh, and I understood that love is an emotion that, when I love someone, it gives me the freedom to allow that person, or not allow is a wrong word, to let that person fly, and smile. So that's something that I learned. Right. it taught me to redefine relationship okay i will say love and relationships maybe it all happened uh, simultaneously uh, but now that i'm thinking about it i have redefined my relationships with almost everyone they don't know it okay 
it's in my mind and and i and i i was able to look at myself in more shed bedjet okay and say what is it that i'm expecting out of my relationship what does this relationship do to me right and that's a big learning big learning because that's where my expectations from people uh started to get balanced yeah this is uh, really useful because a lot of people don't know what they want Yeah. and you head into something without yeah. clear about yeah. Yeah. what what is it that you are Correct. expecting what do you want and then we get tied up into a different world of oh this is what i wanted but you didn't do this when you yourself don't know what exactly is it that you want and then we leave the other person guessing we want them to understand without us even communicating yeah. that yeah yeah we should don't understand ourselves right so uh, it it's important to have those conversation with your partners or yeah. with the people that you are in relationship with i want to now tap into your experience as a qualified and experienced therapist right you might have counseled a lot of people on their relationships yes so i want to understand why we break up why we have divorces or why do we go apart i think in understanding while we try to break down that why maybe we'll get the answer of how to sustain it so in your experience why do you think people uh, go into different directions the thing with relationships here is that uh, we are social animals and uh, you and i have a natural tendency to bond with other humans like any other animal this institution of intimate relationship romantic relationship and ultimately culminating into a marital relationship it's a man made requirement nature doesn't tell us to do that so i very very strongly believe that it's a man made institution based on principles that are fundamentally wrong we get into relationships because we want to have a companion because we don't want to be lonely excuse me you have friends we get into a marital relationship because oh my god i have to have a child the child has to inherit the title uh, so there is a lineage that is very clear so that my wealth and property and business and i, 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 I think yeah. you get the point right yeah. i very strongly believe that relationships that human beings make are beyond these and those relationships when they are made over and above these physical material requirements of the societies then those relationships last interesting because then there is a core of compassion love affection a support and sometimes not even support calling out people when they do wrong right yeah right yeah. but that but but you know that each person has the genuineness at heart if i am interpreting this correct are you saying that we should want to be with the person and not have to yeah absolutely and you need to ask yourself very genuinely what makes you want to be with this person genuine answer ah and that answer need not be right or wrong so my genuine answer can be that okay i want to be in a relationship because i am lonely let's say it's a fear based uh, and that's okay request, and that's right? okay oh yeah that's okay accept it whole heartedly accept it yes i am in it because i i i want to have a companion i would rather say you use a uh, approach whole uh, word which is i i am in this relationship because i want companion and then work at that and things will be fine then you will operate from that okay space don't bullshit uh, saying oh my god i love this person and i will sacrifice and i will have a family and i'll have a car and a gaadi and go 
So another thing I want to ask you because you have an understanding of the mind is uh, I've heard a lot of people say that today in the 21st century there are more uh, breakups and more divorces than they were probably 50 to 100 years ago how true is that it is true uh, look at the society women didn't have any power um, <laughs> the 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 religion uh, ruled and said these are the these are the boundaries and you cannot do it so right you stuck in it right, right? so it was it, it's a social economical circumstance you cannot blame one thing alone it's how the society was molded and then evolution has been happening right we have been evolving and evolving and evolving and evolving and i hope in another 50 100 years someone will look at uh, these institutions that we have created and And, and realize that they are becoming redundant right so aren't we already realizing because if we are coming out of a relationship we're kind of defining what we want we're starting to understand what we want from uh, this person or from that partner image that we have in our mind is it also because of that do you think breakups are also because we've started to understand what we want um, unfortunately uh, i will have to break this uh, little glass image that you have I doubt anybody knows. Uh, not anybody. Most people actually contemplate about it. They're so valuing in the grief of separation and breaking the mold and the life falling apart and deviating from what was supposed to be this beautiful fairy tale hmm. that they are not able to get out and under the anger and the guilt and the resentment and the hatred that all comes out of it. that i think overshadows uh, uh the true reason of or the true nature of what really happened in that brutally day. honest and i love this well said so another thing uh, that plagues a lot of friends of mine and i have been cheated on too so i'm going to ask you this right away because i have this chance what do you do uh, when your partner cheats on you and why does that happen according to you uh, let me answer the why but before that tell me define cheating for me well breaking my trust really here you are being very intellectual for most people cheating means that this person has had a physical intimate relationship with the other person right and that's devastating that's one kind of cheating yeah the other kind of cheating is what you said my trust and trust is not uh, necessarily broken just because somebody went and had a physical relationship with someone to me and i think that is a bigger bigger picture my trust is shaken and somebody lies to me and somebody is not able to share their truthful emotions with me 
when somebody is not able to come to me and tell me, hey, you know what? I think there is a problem between us. We need to fix this. I call it cheating when my partner goes and finds emotional outlet somewhere else. Hmm. Because in a relationship, I'm supposed to be a support, isn't it? I'm supposed to be there when you're feeling down. Right. I'm supposed to be there. That's what relationship is to me. So cheating here is a is need to be looked at which aspect of cheating. So let's deal with the the, the physical aspect of it first. Okay. Eat, pray, love. Uh, I'm sure you have read that book. Yes. Uh, there is a yeah, line yeah. in that. Uh, in fact, that that book gave me a lot of food for thought. Um, there is a line when that uh, uh, the, the protagonist is going through the divorce and, and everything is being split. And she looks at it, and I don't remember the exact line, but the thought was that, what are we doing? This is the person that I love or love. And finally, it has boiled down to material stuff. She questions that uh, affection, love, whatever it was. Right? Hmm. So my, hmm. my, my point is, but when I, 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 is love only defined by physical relationship? Doesn't emotion matter if this person, let's say, looks after me completely, takes care of all my comforts, looks after my well-being, is always there when I need that person to be, make sure that my kids are safe, my parents are safe, the world is safe. Hmm. But this person is not physically satisfied with me. I don't understand that. Just because the person doesn't get physically satisfied with you and goes somewhere else, everything else is forgotten. How? I don't have an answer. And I think it's it's a lopsided view to a relationship. Now, I'm not saying that people can go out and cheat. Right. Not at all. Right. Not at all. The, the physical sense. However, it is between the two people. Because Interesting. the relationship cannot be defined with that, that one parameter. There is so much more partners. Yes, a food for thought. Yeah. yeah, it's a food for thought. You know, people don't have yeah. to agree with it. But it's a food for thought. Think Correct. about it. I really want the listeners to think about it. That is that the only parameter that tells you that this person cares for me? Coming to trends. And for me, that is the big piece. If my partner is not able to understand me emotionally, one of the, 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 the sadness that I carry in my heart is that my um, ex-husband never sat me down and asked me, what happened to you? I carry that. He's the most wonderful uh, husband anybody can have. Hmm. He didn't treat me as a human being with an emotion. Trust is about that. Trust is about emotional well-being. Trust is about knowing that if I'm going to fall, this person is going to catch me. He or she is my person. And when that is broken because of harsh words or physical abuse or mental abuse or there's a lot of abuse that goes on, right? Then that is shaken. When that person is not building you up, that breaks your trust, isn't it? Yeah, it does. When that person puts you down, pulls you down, doesn't allow you your space, your dreams, doesn't understand where you want to fly, that trust is sacrosanct. It's sacred. Mm. And when that is broken, it's time to be. Another, I would love an answer from you for this one too. This is something uh, we've seen in movies and poems and everywhere. So, do you think there are soulmates? I don't. I really don't know. I I uh, I believe that uh, we are all we are we are beautiful souls with one. 
and at, at a at a uh, at a spiritual level, I believe that uh, souls connect with each other. I don't know whether they're soulmates. So uh, the 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 way you are asking for soulmates is from a very intimate relationship. Yeah, point correct. Of view, right. But look at the way you and I connect. At least I connect. With yeah, you. I don't. Yeah, I connect so with you, you too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you are my soulmate, isn't it? Right. Uh, you and I will carry this yes. bond uh, for a long time, Absolutely. and then, then there are those friends. Uh, you pick up the phone, and they hear your voice, and they go, "Hey, are you okay?" Right? And then there is my mother, who I haven't even called, and she called me, and she says, "I don't know, beta. Tumari bahut yaad aate hai. Tum theek ho na." Those are soulmates, yes. isn't? Yes. That's correct. So it's again, this is about redefining our definitions, right? That soulmate. Yes. Aren't only your boyfriends or husbands or life partners, yeah. girlfriends? Like, yeah. I mean, your soulmate can be the little pet that you may have. Wow, that'll be cute. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I mean, look at how people connect with them. Yeah. They understand our emotions and they express themselves in the best possible manner they can. So, yeah, why not? So, on that cute note, that brings me to my last question. from your personal experiences and uh, as your career as a psychologist do you have any tips for people uh, in a relationship out there first tip that i will give is that uh, read the book called the five languages of love hmm. and extend it to all your relationships that's the first tip because that's a beautiful book which will make you understand how people express affection and not only in intimate relationship all kind of relationship even if you have a child your own relationship with the children is defined by those things so it's a beautiful book to read okay. the second thing is that practice a little bit of self care self love uh and i don't mean indulging in going to a spa that's one side when i say self love uh, i mean as you accept who you are your dark side your light side your fat side your thin side i don't know do side your red side whatever. Rights that you have, accept it completely. Okay. If you are not going to accept yourself, trust me, darling, nobody else will, because everybody else is wrapped up in their own things. Right. Learn. So, doing certain uh, ritualistic, holistic, spiritual practices help a lot. Uh, just sitting in silence for um, uh, five minutes every can be good. Going for a walk uh, by yourself is very good. So developing a relationship with yourself is very is 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 the second tip I would give, and I'm giving it in the order of importance. Okay. The third thing I would say is that don't be empathetic. Hmm. Yeah. Very important. Be compassionate. You don't know the circumstances people are coming through. You don't know the traumas that they are carrying. They might be in relationship with you. There has been you don't know the scars that they carry with you. Yeah. So you can be a little gentler. रिलेशनशिप with my life partner friends family colleagues everywhere while we all digest what nidhi said i'm going to leave you with a promise of another interesting episode of ps after i love you where we talk to a couple who said yes to each other 
despite being so sure of saying no when they first met. Tune in again to listen to their story. And don't forget to use hashtag PSAfterILoveYou to share your thoughts about this episode. Alright then, bye. You just heard PS After I Love You. An off-spin original created and hosted by Heer Khan. Post-production by Arif Chagla, Rajesh Ravi, Anand Krishnan, Sandeep Banerjee, Krishank Das and Harshleen Israni. The opinions expressed in this show are personal to the guests and the host and do not necessarily represent the opinions of the producer or the platform. This show does not intend to defame and denigrate any individual or organization in India or outside. The show is created for entertainment purposes only. It does not encourage smoking, drinking or any kind of substance use. It may contain the use of harsh language that may be considered offensive, rude or profane by the listeners. Listeners are advised to use their discretion. This is Offspring.